You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so excited to be back here yes. at the God Life Culture Podcast. We just want to say thank you so much for tuning in for another episode, another week. Um, it has been some time since our last episode. Yeah. Uh, we released uh, the last week of December, right? And um, we have just been preparing and, and gearing up and doing all of these things that, you know, those of you who are watching online are seeing. And we're just excited to get into uh, the changes, the updates yeah. and all the good stuff that has been happening. I mean, how are you feeling to be back here on the podcast? I think overall, the feeling is always excited to be able to just jump back into it and to discuss what's happening, what's trending, and also all the other like random topics that we come up with. If we have special guests speaking with them, um, I do think that the idea of having now the visual element um, is great because uh, it gives the audience and the people that listen to us um, the ability to also watch us, you know, yeah. uh, which some people like that a lot more. You know, they listen to podcasts, but they're also they're down for like watching a podcast and seeing all of that stuff, um, especially when we're like talking about something random and maybe like a, a gesture is happening or we're like, you know, we're very we're very animated with the right, way that we right. speak. Um, so I think that people like that. But on the flip side, it is also nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, the idea that now we're also having uh this whole vid visual element uh because there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes <laughs> that people don't usually see yeah. that now we have to be a little bit more conscious about yeah um, but i think it's also part of the culture of how we do things and uh our our flavor i guess yeah. really i mean what do you think yeah i mean i'm super excited to be back i definitely missed it um i think it's awesome the changes and all the awesome things that we're incorporating as far as the visual elements um like you said i think people enjoy watching they enjoy yeah. you know seeing and that's a different way to connect but like you said with that comes a whole range of you know making sure that you know like you said you're positioned the right way <laughs> that you look good that you're not being too extra you know we do a lot of uh like hand gestures to each yeah, other yeah, like yeah. okay wrap that up or like keep going no that's good that's good yeah, yeah, yeah. so all of those things like you said is a part of it um so i don't know i'm very excited uh, to be able to now reach, I think, a different uh, set of people and group yes. of people. Yeah. You know, there are people that are visual, uh, you know, individuals who rather watch something than mm -hmm. just listen to something. Then there are those that just rather listen. So for all of you who have stuck it out with us all of these years, yeah. right, these three years that we've been podcasting simply just on audio, right, and yeah. listening to, to us, you know, thank you so much. And we're excited for all of you who will now listen and watch the video and the visual and those of you who will just, you know, uh, watch the visual we're definitely excited for that we're on youtube right for those who are listening That's who may true. not know if you youtube god life culture podcast you will see some of our previous episodes from yeah. our guests are up there and we're just excited to be bringing new content and new visuals and all of that to the god life culture yeah podcast. just to be clear our old episodes that are up on youtube are strict it's an audio file really yeah. um with a little logo thing um but moving forward now we'll be putting up you know our visual 
schedule for our full episodes. We'll be throwing up reels on Instagram. We're throwing up clips and stuff. Um, so we're going to be doing a lot more interactive stuff with the visuals, uh, which, like I said before, is cool, is exciting, but it's also a little nerve-wracking. Um, and, you know, I think one other thing is that we're also – I last week uh we introduced a little like snippet that you know we have our pod room now happening yeah. and been working on it and you guys can kind of see uh the things that we've been putting together and it's still a work in progress yep. we're still working on uh spicing it up and adding yeah. our little you know flavor i keep saying flavor what's wrong with me today Listen. Um, to this uh to this room and really making it our own uh which i also think is part of the visual element with it too those are the things that you have to start to think of now as well you know when someone looks at your video um even with the cover art of the the video um you know is it gonna be llamativo is it gonna be something that's gonna call their attention even the color is something that we thought of a lot of, and, and we really like settled on it uh because we really enjoyed it we thought it was different we think you know you guys would like it as well so those are all the little things that you'll see popping up we may throw up something on a wall one day uh, we may not like how it looks so we take it off on another right. day you know <laughs> it's still a work in progress and we you know want you guys to be patient with us you know yeah. it's 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 good i think it's good it's exciting yeah and i think it's cool also because before this we didn't have a designated space oh, so yes. i think it's cool to like also talk about that Give we that. didn't yes, have true. one space where we always recorded it was either um at our church yes. right in different rooms in different places at yeah. our church right then if we recorded separately we yeah. were in our homes mm-hmm. um you know recording throughout the pandemic we did a lot of recordings like that as well um you know so now we have a space where we have designated this area to you know record and do all the things that we do which uh just feels amazing yeah and i think we we definitely have to give a shout out to our local church uh for trusting us and believing in us and you know being really behind and supportive with the vision and what we've been doing as well you know we we took up a space um that's part of the church that could be used for something else um and they were very supportive from it from the beginning um you know from the pastors to the elders and the officials that we spoke with um you know because we couldn't just move in <laughs> right right we had to ask permission they had to get approved that you know um and one thing that i really am appreciative is not only the support that they gave us but the ability to give us free reign they were like you know what we'll trust you you guys do it um you know and it's been cool it's been fun and to feel that support and to see how you know um they you weren't in the meeting i was in the meeting um you know how supportive um some of them were they came up to me after the fact and were like you know we really believe in you guys we trust you guys we think you guys are doing something great you know you're presenting the kingdom you're presenting the church keep going forward do your best you know things like that that are encouraging because i think that a lot of times uh especially when recording it sometimes it kind of feels like you're speaking into the void where you're kind of like just saying stuff and hoping that somebody grabs it and somebody's like listening to it yeah we can see the numbers yes we see where people are listening around this country and other countries as well we see all that other stuff or whatever but it is kind of like speaking into a void uh but then when you have people around you that are supporting you that are giving you that you know that encouragement that, that you know keep doing it you know we're hearing you we're listening to you you're doing a great job. Um, I think it gives you that extra kick to start off the year right, especially with this whole new chapter in which we're doing. Yeah, and I think it's also important to note that it's not only like the space we're occupying, but it's just everything else as far as like the equipment, new oh, yes. microphones. Like it yeah. was a big, it was a big deal. And I think um, it goes to show, and it goes back to the idea of investing in things that you believe in and investing in things that you know is making a difference. Yeah. Right. And I think that you know we were very blessed and. Fortunate, like you said, to have a church that made that decision and believed in us, um, you know, where I know that there are just a lot of, you know, individuals or people out there who 
uh, may struggle to kind of get that start. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we know what that is, right? For a long time, we didn't have a space. We, you know, didn't have the best equipment. We didn't yeah. have all of the things that you should have, uh, you know, to run a podcast. We were doing, you know, things as we went and learning and yeah. investing on our own. And we did that for the three years that, you know, we've been mm -hmm. doing this. So it's great now to be able to, uh, you know, have this opportunity and this mm -hmm. blessing, but be able to also appreciate it yeah. and, and know that you've put in the work, right? And that you've tried. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, you know, people may forget that. Right. And they may forget that you can start right now with what you have. You can start. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you won't have all the best equipment. You won't have all of the things that you want right from the start. But you have to start. Yeah. You know, you have to start somewhere. So, again, shout out to, you know, um, the New Jerusalem Church and shout out to our pastors who, you know, definitely blessed us. Right. Mm -hmm with this space and with just the opportunity to do this. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because as we have been talking about, you know, preparing the room and getting everything together, the equipment, a lot of things were happening. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say a lot Facts. of things were happening, I mean, just all over the world, yeah, yeah. on the news and the Christian, you know, <laughs> circle, just everywhere. It was so much that was happening that we just couldn't wait to address and talk about. So we wanted to talk about one of the things mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, was very, you know, on and popping a few weeks ago in the Christian circle, non-Christian circle, all over <laughs> Twitter. It was top five trending for like a whole day. Yeah, yeah. And it was the Mike Todd sermon illustration mm -hmm. where he put spit on someone's face. On his brother's face. Let, let's clear it up a yeah, bit because that, yeah. that's very um, um, clickbait. On someone's yeah. face, a random hermano de la iglesia, yeah. he picked that random. No, it was his brother who he did that to. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I remember seeing it trend on Twitter and wonder, like, what happened? Clicking on it, seeing, yeah. like, oh, no, right? Like, he spit on his face. Like, there's a video. You know, he spit on his hands. Yes. Let's be clear. <laughs> spit on his hand and put it on his face, right? And, again, watching it. As a sermon illustration, yeah. this was, you know, live streamed, you know, mm -hmm. to so many different people all over, you know, the world. So many people watching. Um, like you said, it was his brother. Yes. And it wasn't like a one minute thing. It kind of like dragged on yeah. for a few minutes. Yeah. It was a few, uh, you know, a few, I guess you could say where he spit in his hand a few times. Yeah. He, you know, shook it a little bit. Like yeah, it yeah. was a lot happening. Yes. And, uh. You know, and what you, was I your mean, reaction? To I mean, listen, that? at the end of the day, the point of it was kind of like sometimes you have to get dirty. Sometimes, yeah. you know, healing is messy. You know, blessings can be messy. Processes can be messy. And I get all of that. Trust and believe that I get it, you know, because those are things that we have experienced and we understand that things aren't always, like they say in Spanish, color de rosas. It's not right. always, you know, pretty. It's not always easy. It's not always pleasant. You know, those there are processes that we go through in our Christian walk, in our personal life that is difficult. I, and, you know, and also I think it's important to say that it was, this wasn't the first time he did that exact yeah. illustration with his brother. But what I do think that kind of like was where it kind of went overboard was the it wasn't done gracefully i think that's the easiest way to put it it wasn't done gracefully like you said you know he spit in his hand multiple times he kind of shook it up he really like hacked it out like it yeah. really came from deep within yeah. um where when we think when we see the story in the bible um and we see when jesus spit into the mud and he uh, when he spit into the dirt he made it into mud and he put it on the on the blind man's eyes you know it wasn't I don't, I don't picture Jesus making a theatric 
out of it. Yeah. I don't picture him like making sure that you can hear all the way in the back of the multitude that he's spit he's spitting out this phlegm, you know, to make this mud. Um, and I think that that's where Mike messed up. Yeah. Pastor Mike Todd messed up, which was that it was very extra. And I get it. You know, we're living in the visual aid right. world, you know, where we're trying to get things to hit and to trend and stuff like that. But when you make it extra, it kind of removes from the purpose of what you're trying to preach about um, because nobody was talking about the idea of the fact that, yeah, you know, healing can be messy. Process can be messy. Everybody was talking about that was disgusting what he did. Yeah. And it's funny because, like you said, I think uh, he was aware of what he was doing. Yeah. And I think oftentimes when you do illustrations like that, when you do, you know, examples like that, you want it to hit and you want people to talk yeah. about it and you want it to be impactful. But I think oftentimes in wanting it to be all of those things, if you're not careful, it can go left. Yeah. It can go south real quick. Yeah. Right. And uh, I think, you know. And he said this later on in in um, in his apology, which we'll get into in a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he basically said it's it wasn't his intention to do that, right? Yeah. And it was always the, this idea of you know wanting to preach Jesus and for people to get to know Jesus. And unfortunately, you know, when we are reading everything on Twitter, when you're seeing the comments, when you're mm-hmm. seeing people, the focus was not Jesus. Yeah. He was definitely the focus of the situation. And just you know, again, everything happening with the pandemic that was circulating. You know, people saying that was irresponsible of him. Just the <laughs> idea of what he did being gross in general was yeah. enough for people. You know, so it was unfortunate because if this was a moment where he wanted um, individuals to see an example and mm. just be ministered to by it or be impacted to the point where they're like, man, I get that. I think he missed it. Yeah. This time yeah. around, you know, um, we spoke on the pod actually, you know, about a year ago, I believe, where mm-hmm. he actually brought out the boat. Yeah. Remember in the middle of his yeah, sermon. Yeah. And, you know, it was like there was water on the on the stage and all of mm-hmm. that. Um, I remember when that happened and we spoke about the top, the idea of creativity. Mm-hmm. Is that necessary? And all of those things. I remember the backlash he received then because yeah. it came out that he had spent, you know, a thousand dollars and more to kind of make that mm-hmm. sermon illustration. Right. Yeah. So it just seems like, again, he is the creative individual. He is the yes. one that, you know, will go all out and trying to get people to really engulf themselves in the message, mm-hmm. engulf themselves in the story. Yeah. But again, like all creatives, I yeah. think we need to have individuals around us where we bounce these things off of. Yes. Where it's like, you know, I'm thinking of doing this. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You know, I'm thinking of, you know, doing this type of illustration or incorporating this. Like, how would that come across? Yeah, you know? and I, I do agree with that. I do think that, you know, anyone. When you're putting, especially in a church, and you know that's why you have directives, that's why you have board members, yeah. you have a creative, you should ha- also have a creative team to bounce ideas off of. Um, but I do think that the realization is that regardless of if he did it gracefully, regardless if he spent two dollars on that boat, at the end of the day, someone is always going to criticize you. Someone's always going to have an issue. Someone's always going to have something to say. I think that that is why it is important that re- that you always do everything with the right intention. You know, that you really understand that, you know what, at the end of the day, I'm going to do an illustration because I feel that this is what God wants me to do. He wants me to make it impactful. He wants me to make it visual because, like I said, we're living in the social media age where, you know, it really just takes a really a good one minute clip to get people invested and to receive the word. So you have to make sure that, you know what, am I am what I'm doing distracting from the message? Because I think that's really the, the. 
the right. the focus is what we're putting together in this one minute clip or in this 10 minutes that we're going to spend in this 30 minute sermon. Is this going to remove the intention or is this going to take attention away from the message that we're trying to preach? Because if it is, then you need to scrap that and yeah. do something else. But it's also, you know, it's a catch 22 because at the end of the day, someone's always going to have something to say. Yeah. Regardless. And I think it's important to also note, I don't think it was his intention no. Um, to cause for all of this to happen. No. As far as the negative backlash. No. I don't think he meant to trend on Twitter in the way he was trending because as we were, and I was sending you some of the comments yes. and some of the things, people were going in <laughs> yeah, yeah. and people were saying things that, yeah. again, were disrespectful yeah. and rude and talking about him, his wife, his family, mm. you know. And again, having nothing to do with the, the issue well, at the hand. Trolls. We've always spoken about the keyboard uh, warriors. Yeah, this was yeah. on TMZ. This was yeah. all over. I mean, local news had it. Like, it was yeah. a, a lot of people that, you know, were talking about this. And again, I don't think he woke up that day saying, today we're going to trend. Today, you know, people are going to be mad at us. There's going to be backlash. Do I think that he had good intention with what he was doing yeah. based off of everything else he's done and other illustrations? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and even hearing his heart afterwards. But again, like you said, I think it's important sometimes, especially as creative individuals, mm. you need to take a step back and ask yourself, why am I doing this? What mm. is my motivation? And like you said, will it draw attention away from the message yeah right like what's the goal in this moment is the goal to have you know a clip go viral or is the goal to get people to really understand the message because yeah. at that point a lot of people just saw that clip yeah that was they it. did not see mm -hmm. the hour and 12 minute preaching mm -hmm. that he uploaded mm -hmm. you know and even in his apology he said go back and yeah. listen to the whole message yes but unfortunately like you said with all the trolls with all the people <laughs> out there that just love drama and gossip and love the negative you know press and negative mm -hmm. perspective on things they just saw that one clip yeah they saw that one clip. They made their assumptions. They made, you know, uh, whatever they chose to believe in that moment. That's what they did. Yeah. And I think it's important to just know, again, as creatives, as preachers, teachers, whatever you do, there's always that fine line. Mm -hmm. There's always that fine line where if you have that hesitation, if you have that moment where you're questioning, mm -hmm. It's probably for a reason, yeah. you know, and like you said, definitely go to someone, bounce, you know, ideas off with them and just see like, you know, is this OK? What do you think about this? And, you know, that goes back to also having a strong circle of people around you that will yeah. keep you accountable and that will tell you, no, that's too much and not just hype you up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was funny because I was thinking uh, a couple of months ago we did we had our, our big anniversary service. Yeah. Um, and we put together this uh, mime. Um, for it and in the almost towards the end of it, in the middle of it we did the whole confetti ball thing um, and even with something like that you know great intentions I think it came out great not to toot yeah. our horn uh, <laughs> but you know there's so many things that can go left like it could have hit somebody on the forehead you know somebody could have been taken out of the moment I hit like get scared because right. of everything uh, but you know we knew that it was because we wanted to really um, highlight a transition yeah. There was a transition happening in the song. Um, the mood was changing. We really wanted to get everybody hype, and we did something like that. But that could have went left 
even with itself right. as well. But I think it's also important to note, even in the process of creating that, you know, oh, mind, we did a whole bunch of like trials. There was a whole everything. bunch yeah. of other stuff that we did. The yeah. song was famous for. Yes. So we wanted to incorporate all the different elements. We had like a visual in the background yeah. as we were miming, um, and then you know the song says "Make Way Through the Waters." Yep. So we wanted to really show <laughs> emphasis on the waters, yeah. and we're like, you know what? We should get water balloons, yeah. right? And we should at that point like crash the water balloons and yeah, just like yeah. make a splash, like so people. And I yeah. remember we tried that a few times. Yes. We had different people, like you, would sit yeah. on one side of the yeah. church and another side of the church, yeah. and. Every time we did it, something went wrong. Yes. Like the water, one water balloon didn't break. It just flew. It hit yeah, yeah. you, hit somebody, hit the wall. Things knocked were getting wet. Knocked over a light. Yeah. Knocked yeah. over. Like it was, it was a lot happening. So we had to make the decision in that moment to yes. say, listen, in our minds, it was, it was working. In our minds, mm. there was splashes. There was a, you know, the oceans were parting. Yeah. But at the same time, we had to recognize, you know, we don't have... Mm-hmm. the that budget right to create water <laughs> to come out from you yeah. know the floor all these different yeah, things yeah. you know but again we had to make the decision to say yes. listen you know if we hit the wrong person yep. or if water gets on someone's hair that they didn't want to get you know their hair wet yeah. this is going to be bad yeah. so in order to not have that happen yeah. and distract and take away from what we're doing let's just not do the water yeah and we didn't. We didn't. And I think that those are things that you have to do. Was it our... Did we want to? Yes. We wanted to build a whole stage. We wanted to do a whole big shebang. Right. But because of, you know, space or budget or whatever, you know, we tried different alternatives. We could have, if we wanted to selfishly, we could have done it anyways and be like, well, you know, if you get wet, you get wet too bad. Uh, but it would have definitely distracted from the moment, even if it would have just taken one person out, it would have hit the wrong person on the head. They came that day with their hair freshly done and it messed it up. That's it. Like we distracted from the, from the message that we were trying to do through the mime. Uh, so I think it was a good idea to strip that back. So, you yeah. know, when you're doing stuff um, and you're putting stuff together, it's always great to shoot big, think big, shoot big, you know, most impactful. But then as you're putting it together, learn how to take 10 steps back and see the big picture. Because if the big picture is getting too messy or there's too many risk factors for it, where you feel like it's going to distract from the message, then you really do need to edit and take stuff out. Yeah. And one thing I really appreciated from this whole experience, you know, obviously when things like this happen, right, yeah. and people start trending and, you know, people are canceling and throwing that word out and all this <laughs> stuff, you know, the person that's the victim in the situation, you know, what do they do? They shut off their social media. They yeah, shut yeah, off their yeah. comments. They do all the things to kind of isolate themselves and keep themselves away from the fire in the situation. Yeah. You know, uh, the next day, I believe it was, um, you know, he did issue an apology. He recorded yeah. a video and, uh, you know, he was very, uh, transparent in the video as well but he was himself he kind of like threw some jokes out there Mm. and was like you know when the spit hit the fan you know uh, and he Mm -hmm. basically was saying that it wasn't his intention to distract others from god's word or the message of jesus even with illustrations yeah and he made it clear i apologize for my example being too extreme and disgusting i love everybody yeah you know and he issued that apology you know, he could have taken a different route with this whole situation. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have taken the route of just quitting and, you know, people mm-hmm. are too much. I can't take this and mm-hmm. disappearing for four or five months. Yeah. Or doubling taken, down, like being like, no, you guys are, right. you need to grow tough skin, you yeah. know, stop being babies. Like, you right. know, he could have been that route as well. Yeah. 
And, you know, he just kind of chose the route to understand that, again, nothing should distract the message. Yeah. You know, and even if it does or you feel like it does, what do you do to make it right? Yeah. You know what I mean? What do you do to make it right? And I think, you know, even through all the years of just being at church and listening to so many different people and even just mm-hmm. our experiences traveling to different churches and places, I think we've seen a handful <laughs> yeah. of illustrations, good and bad. Yes. You know, like I've been in churches where, you know, the preacher's doing this illustration. We'll call somebody up. We'll try to do something like, you know, if they're talking about Moses and the burning bush. Right. They'll be like, you know, you come here. It's caught off guard, guard by surprise. <laughs> and we'll be like, you know, take off your shoes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I remember vividly this happening where, you know, a preacher told someone to take off their shoes to just be Moses in that instance. And it was like, the ground this, is holy. Because the, the ground is holy. <laughs> the poor guy had the only holes in his socks. Oh, no. You know, I mean, like it was beyond the hole where it was just like his whole yeah. three toes were out on one. Like oh, it was man. bad. It was bad. And again, I know he was embarrassed and he yeah. didn't want to at first. But again, when you're under pressure, yeah. and you know, it's just everybody. like, just do it in front of everybody. You know, yes. there was another illustration I saw somewhere else. And if this was happening during the pandemic, people would have freaked and he yeah. would have been canceled. Yeah. But basically, you know, he was illustrating something and had a water bottle oh, drank yes. the water bottle this. and then was trying to have like the other person drink from the water bottle and it was like a whole thing but you know again in his mind he's killing the sermon illustration yeah. like in his mind he's like i'm gonna make this come to life people are gonna love it they're gonna understand and it's like no no one wants mm. to drink from your water yeah, no. bottle when you're sweating and spitting everywhere uh, like no. <laughs> your mouth like we don't need that yeah. you know what i mean so again we've seen a handful of things. Yes. You know? No, I mean, when you think about the water element, you know, ugh, preachers and I get it. You know, they're trying to make a moment happen. But we've seen water things go left so many times. They're like <laughs> spraying people in the audience, throwing water at them. You know, it's just, you know, trying to have like a Triple H moment. Like, you know, if you've seen wrestling, you know, like, you know, when Triple H used to come out um, and DMX or not DMX. Um, ah, I forgot what it, the, the group was called or whatever. You know, they used to come and go on the stage and then start spitting water at everybody because it was like in the effect um and you know some people will go buck if that's your flow or whatever and then other people's kind of like that's no now i got something in my eye because you decided to spit in it um you know i've seen people throw stuff you know, across the, the temple or whatever, mic cable, somebody brought a rock, like a mini boulder for an illustration, <laughs> threw it, broke the floor. It's kind of like that, like, you know, it kind of like distracts. And yeah. I get that, you know, the intention may have been good. Like, I want to be impactful. Let me do something like, para que la gente be like astonished and like minister to, but it doesn't always pan out that way. But I think that in the flip side, we also have experienced Good illustration. Yeah. You know, I remember this years ago, years, years ago, I was at this event. It was like this youth, of, this youth event and the preacher was speaking about the leaders in the church and how, you know, we have to be so grateful for the leaders that we have. We have to be grateful for our pastors, you know, because even though they may be going through their own mess, you know, they're still there for you. Regardless of if they were having a bad day, if you call them, they're going to pick up, you know, regardless of what personal situation they have going on in their life, you know, they will get up and preach. You call them and say, Pastor, you know, I was supposed to preach today, but, you know, I'm not feeling it. My toe hurts. You know, they're going to be like, all right, so then I'll cover for you. They get somebody to cover for you. And as he's going in and saying that we have to be like supportive of our preacher, of our pastors, our leaders, because you never know what they're going through. He starts to remove his blazer, you know, and, and, and I think everybody's like familiar with this, especially like, you know, in the Spanish realm, whatever that wants to preach, he starts getting like hype, you know, they start loosening up their ties, right, start taking right. off their blazer. So nobody's thinking twice about it. But then you start to notice, cause he's wearing a white button down that he's, it looks like he's bleeding. 
So he's speaking about how, you know, you don't know what no one is going through. They could be up here preaching and giving you word and ministering to you while they themselves are going through something. And it was like very impactful because it was a very great visual for you to be like, you know what? It's so true. In the same way that I came today with a need, in the same way that I came to church today because I have my own mess going on or whatever, the pastors and the leaders that are up there are also going through their things as well. And it's important you know, to be mindful of those things. And I think it's also good to note that it doesn't really matter if it's, you know, a sermon illustration. It doesn't matter if it's a teaching or preaching, you know, regardless of whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. you have to be careful, you know, whenever you're in front of people, right? You have to be mindful of that. Um, I think I remember, you know, a skit that was done one time where it was this homeless man, right, Mm -hmm. that had entered the church. And, you know, he just, again, had the full, you know, appearance and look of someone who had no home, who was Mm. dirty and was just struggling in life and, you know, real down. And, you know, they did this skit back and forth. They had different people, you know, representing like leaders or ministers or uh, preachers, pastors that, you know, would kind of pass by him and just ignore him. And I remember, uh, you know, and I was a kid when I saw this, you know, this man kind of gets up and begins to talk. And he's talking to the congregation. And as he's talking, he's talking about his situation. He's talking about what he's going through and, you know, how all these different people are passing him by. And like your, you know, illustration, he begins to kind of like take off his jacket and Mm. take off his beanie and take off all these things. And I remember, you know, underneath all of that, he had this like white angelic outfit, Mm. you know, and uh, just the contrast of that to, you know, what he had on before, you know, was very impactful. And it was kind of the idea along with that verse that, you know, there are sometimes that we have encountered angels, right? Mm -hmm. Or have ministered to angels and served angels and we haven't even noticed. So it was this idea of like this homeless man, you know, this whole time people passing him by not knowing who he really was. Mm. Right. And again, you know, that's an illustration or sermon illustration, a skit that sticks with you, you know, and, and remembering, the the gasp in the crowd mm-hmm. right and remembering kind of the effect that it had on the people you know again that's what you want yes. you know when it's done the right way when people are are kind of you know more connected to the mm-hmm. sermon and more connected to the message they understand it more they're clear on it that's the goal yeah i think that the goal really is to get people to be reflective yeah you know i think it's not to shock them it's not to make them laugh you know those are all things and elements that could be really good that could be good but i think that when you really get people to reflect and they have that moment of oh snap you know where do i find myself in that equation you know if we're using that am i the homeless person (laughs) that people are ignoring or am i the person that has ignored people am i the leader who's bleeding and nobody notices or am i the person who has no regard for our leaders and stuff like that so when it gets you to like really sit back and reflect i think that's really where like the gold mine is in those moments. It's not about the laughter. It's not about the shock factor. It's not about scaring people. It's really about getting them to like self-reflect and see where they land on the scale. Yeah. And also like understanding that there's a time and a place for a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. Right. I think we're living in a time and an age where we need to get people's attention. Right. We need to captivate people. We need to gain their interest, their engagement. And I think that in doing that, we often, can lose sight of okay but this is not like like we're not like youtube influencers like mm. you know what i mean like we're mm. not like you know try to you know trend on tiktok or trend here and trend there like this is also a church right yes. so it's understanding to the time and the place where maybe that idea that you have or maybe you know that super creative out of the box thing mm-hmm. may not really work in a church setting in a, yeah. on a sunday service but mm. it may be great for 
a youth service or yeah. a youth group service. It may be great for children's service. It may be great for, you know, its own event and its own mm-hmm. night, right, where that can be done. Or, or just uh-huh. strictly online yeah, for individuals who, you know, want to watch yeah. online. And this could be done, you know, um, again, on YouTube or just so many different places. But, again, it's having the awareness and having the uh the idea that there is a time and a place for all of these Mm -hmm. things and it's like you know in doing it the right way executing it the right way because one of the worst things that can happen is having a great idea Mm -hmm. right having all of the the resources that Mm -hmm. are needed to execute the idea you know having the location having everything set up but because, again, it wasn't the right time yeah. or because, you know, it was just too much or mm-hmm. because of that line that you felt you were teetering on but just kept going anyway, the whole thing imploded and yeah. it was ruined. At the yeah. end of the day, it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. It was great. You know what I mean? You had everything there. Everything was right at your disposition. It was available to you. But it was that one thing that mm-hmm. you knew or felt the whole time you know, that you just kind of ignored. Yeah. And I think it's also because this has happened to me as well, where you practice something or you rehearse certain something a certain way. But in the day of or even in the moment, you also have to be sensitive to the spirit. Um, and if you feel the inclination to switch something up, to change it up, to maybe you had this whole monologue ready and nope, the, the spirit is leading you somewhere else to be sensitive to that and to do that as well. Um, because I have been in those moments where we've rehearsed for the last three months to do it a certain way. And in the heat of the moment, it's like, no, someone felt to do a little bit different. Now, this is not your moment, you know, for you to like to stand out because you want to be the, the star of the show. Right. Uh, but you do. There are moments where the Holy Spirit does ask, does move you. You know, whether it is because there's somebody in the audience that needs to hear a word um, said a certain way or needs to hear a certain keyword or needs to see something visually um, because that's what that's where their need is. Be sensitive to that as well. Don't be so stuck and hold um, holding the idea that, no, this is how it has to be because this is how we did it. So the same way that you can rush and mess it up in the same way that you can go with the wrong intention and mess it up. Also, the ability to not be flexible to maybe what God wants to do in that moment can mess it up as well. Yeah. And when that happens Mm -hmm. and let's say you fall into that idea and fall into that trap, similar to like what happened with Mike Todd, that you have the right attitude coming out of that. Right. That, you know, if it was something that you knew all along that you shouldn't have done, that you knew that, you know, was your bad, then again, own that. Yeah. You know, um, and see how you can change for the better the next time. Mm-mm. You know, I think the quitting idea is never good, right? Because mm. regardless of what you do and how you do it, like you said, there will always be people, people that don't like it. Yeah. There will always be people that will have a problem with it. And you just don't want to give up because of that, right? Or yep. because you made a mistake because that mm-hmm. will happen, right? Mm-hmm. But it's seeing, you know, this is what happened. I made this mistake. It didn't turn out the way I wanted to, the way, yeah. you know, we intended it to turn out. But how are we going to avoid this the next time? Mm. How are we going to make this better the next round? How is this going to impact even more people the next time around? Again, Mm. something that's negative and that goes viral isn't the only way Mm. to reach people. You know what I mean? And I think having that understanding as well, you know, will help in the situation. You know, that heart of repentance, but also how are we going to change? How are we going to be better the Mm. next time? Yeah. And I think it's also, like you said, like how are we going to change? How are we going to make it better? And also understanding that if you feel like this is what God has called you to, then don't quit. You know, that means that, all right, if you feel like, you know, your niche is in doing illustrations and being visual and being that type of uh, a preacher or speaker, then you just know now 
how to navigate the situation better. Because even with Mike, you know, uh, Pastor Mike Todd, he didn't. That wasn't it. Like it wasn't like, oh, OK, I'm done. I'm quitting. I'm not going to I'm just going to stand there and talk. You know, he did. They have this new series going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't yeah, remember the yeah, name the of it. The series is called Here is Holy. And the following yes. week after everything happened, yeah, yeah. he did another illustration with his brother again. Yes. And, uh, you know, this time it was, you know, where he washed his brother's feet. Yeah. And kind of like, you know, the biblical um, idea about that. Right. Mm. About servanthood and, you know, how Jesus washed his disciples feet and mm. that whole idea, um, you know, and it was a moment again, uh, almost like a redemption, you yeah. know what I mean? And a moment where, you know, pe- he got to kind of like talk a little bit and mm-hmm. talk about the situation as he was doing that act. And, you know, and even on his Instagram behind the scenes, they show a moment of them two kind of hugging and mm-hmm. crying. And, you know, again, then these are individuals with real feelings. Yes. You know what I mean? So the brother went through it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The same way Mike went through it and his wife. And, you know, it was a lot there. But again, I think when your intentions are... For good yeah you know even when you make that mistake or mm-hmm. even when you mess up there's still hope yes right? and there's still redemption there's still restoration and you could still have that impact that you wanted to have from the beginning yeah and it was still creative because i think you know they have this thing where they're really doing like the undershots yeah um, so it's like they're standing on like a plexiglass or like a glass and then they're recording they're shooting the thing um from under so you see his feet getting yeah. washed so it's not like yeah. an overhead shot it's really like an underhead shot um and you know it was still creative it was simple very simple right you know i, I don't think they blew the budget on this one thing uh but i think that it was impactful unfortunately did it get the did it trend the way that the other stuff trended absolutely not it did not because right. it wasn't anything uh too crazy um and you know I'm pretty sure That's people it saw is. it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure people were ministered by it. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that there are people that had a lot to say with the spitting fiasco that maybe even saw it and were like, you know what? Yeah, you know, he he's redeemed in my eyes. But they weren't vocal about it. They yeah. kept that to themselves. And unfortunately, those are the things that are always gonna happen. Where when it's something negative, everybody is gonna talk about it. Everybody's gonna come out of the woodworks and talk about it. You do something great, mm, it may not have the same impact. And it may feel like it doesn't have the same impact, but it definitely will have a great impact. Yeah. And I think, again, it's remembering that a lot of times impact is not seen. Yes. You will not see the impact you have in people's lives. You won't see the good. You won't see, you know, you'll remember the hours that you put Mm -hmm. in, the preparation, the process. But a lot of times you won't see, you know, the result, you know, and you won't see the people that are ministered, ministered by what you do. So, again, it's remembering that. You need to have that right intention and you need to trust that, you know, if that idea that you're trying to do is just not sitting right with you and God is leading you somewhere else, follow God's leading Mm -hmm. because then the impact that will come from that will be even greater in what you actually desired and wanted. You know what I mean? And um, it will be way better than if you just went with whatever you want to do. Yeah. And you know what? That's just the way that life is. Unfortunately, there is trial and error in everything that we do. You know, no one comes out of the gate killing it and even if you did come out of the gate and you kill it your first time your second time you maybe mess up um and it's really about always checking your heart checking your mind what is the reason why i'm doing this what's the purpose behind it and trying to stay true to that but because of our humanity we may mess it up because of our humanity our ego may get in the way Uh, but when things like that happen it's like you said own up to it 
ask for forgiveness to everybody that got offended or ask for forgiveness with God and keep it moving. Yes. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in for another yes. episode. Uh, we are back. So definitely hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to us so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. We have guests coming up. We have some awesome conversations. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to you know follow us on all of our platforms at God Life Culture Podcast. Um, so you can be notified when we drop a new episode. Yes. So not only subscribe, not only like, but share, share, share. Be yeah. part of the family. Come on. You know, spread the word. You know, you may think that your friends, your friend group is aware of us and they're not. Send it to them anyways. Repost, reshare. Now Instagram has that new feature on the stories where you can like it. You know, do that as well. Like it as well. Um, and let's just get it out there because at the end of yep. the day, our, inten- our intention is not to be famous. Our intention is not trying to get, we're not trying to get deals. Uh, but Nike, if you are out there, if I'm they, just playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we really just want to get the word out there and, you know, be of a blessing uh, to other people. So thank you once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. That's God, God Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye.